I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, and Catherine and Caroline, on this incredibly hot day. It's so hot. It's like 95 degrees. It is not a day <laughs> that I want to be on camera. It is hot and sweaty and disgusting, and my hair needs to be washed, but I guess that's part of, like, keeping it real. But yeah, today we are going to be talking about commitment issues, but not in the way that you think. Maybe a little bit in the way that you think. But not quite. We're expanding the definition of commitment issues to fit what in Catherine feels her commitment issues are. No, genuinely. This is, <laughs> this <laughs> is my show. But before we do that, highs, lows, and goals. You guys know the drill. This is how we start every episode. If you are new to the show, we start highs, lows, goals for the week. And do you have a high for the week? My high is, I actually think this was my high last week too, but I've been reading and I got some new books and I read an entire book in the last couple of days. It was a big one, and it was nice. I mean, it's enjoyable to read a book, and I really liked the book. Like, when I was reading it, I read it really fast, but my low is that after the fact, I hate the book. What? Because, like, okay, here's how I can explain it. I read the book really fast, and I was really engaged because I kept wanting it to turn out differently and wanting the plot to change, but it just, like didn't change like it was a really frustrating book because I think they were like kind of glamorizing a situation that I just I didn't think it was a good situation I didn't think that it had to happen in the first place basically it was 28 summers by Ellen Hildebrand I think that's how you pronounce Hildebrand yeah and it was a really good book like would recommend reading it but just the entire situation was based off of like a relationship that like turned into a fair an affair every summer and the other guy like he ended up getting married to somebody else but it's like they met before he was ever married they met when he was just in a casual relationship but for some reason he didn't leave the other girl and then ended up marrying the other person and then they just continued this affair but I'm like it didn't have to happen in the first place because he could have just left her in the first place and been with the the one that he like actually loved you know so it was just confusing to me because I'm like it was a good book but like the whole situation didn't have to happen. Like, it was just weird. 
anyways, so that was my high and my low in one. Because I did a lot of reading, it was nice and enjoyable, but I'm just, like, frustrated with the book. So I need to start another book that I'm not going to be <laughs> as frustrated with. Did, was Wake Surfing this week? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Okay, my high of the week is we went wake surfing. We woke up at, like, 5.30 in the morning to go wake surfing, and we went with one of our friends. But, like, you guys know we live on the coast of New Hampshire, so, like, very beachy town, and boats are a very common thing around here, but we haven't... Not, like, sport boats, though. Not, like, sport more boats, the lake, yeah. you know? Um, like, a lake type of boat, so people don't really do, like, water sports around here, but we met someone that has a, like, sport boat, and we went wake surfing, and it was so much fun. It was freezing cold. We were wearing, like, wetsuits in the ocean to wake surf, and it was just... It was a good time. Bright and early in the morning, mm. and then... I think it was also really nice to, like, just be out on the ocean with, like, a calm, still morning. It was like, kind so of sunrise pretty in the morning. Vibes. It was like, really no nice. One, no one else was out. So that was, that was really fun. And I don't know, I genuinely, like, haven't been on a boat this summer, and I was realizing that. Yeah, I know. Because, like, we have a family, like, our dad has a boat and stuff, but he is away for work this summer, so the boat is not in use, and... That's always been, like, we've been going on that boat since we were little, so it's always a fun yeah. time for our family, but that was not in, and so going on a boat was fun, and waking up early, because I've also, I wake up super early when I have to go to work, like, lifeguarding, I wake up early, and so this week was just a lot of early wake-ups, and I did really like it, but the past two days I, like, slept in until 8.39, which may not sound late, but, like, you slept way later than that. I slept, I got, I was downstairs at 9 today. I thought it was way later than that. But you know the days when you just, like, need sleep and then you get... Or, like, the days... I'm not a nap person, but if I do nap, it's because I, like, really need, mm. a, need to take a nap. And then it hits so hard. It's so good. Same thing with, like, sleeping in. Divine. Love to love it. So that was my high of the week. And I guess my low of the week is that I'm, like... The past couple of days, I've been super exhausted. And sleeping in, as much as I like sleeping in when I need it, then I wake up and I'm like, my day is gone. Mm. Because I it go can to be sleep, nice though if you like yeah. lean into the exhausted vibes though. Sometimes they can be nice, but yeah, not when but you like kind of have like, things to do yeah. and you want to be doing. Things. So that was kind of the that was my love of the week because that was that was the energy of it. Um, and then my goal for the week, I'm not really sure. I feel like I've just been like, weekend. oh, hey, yeah. oh, that means we have to like get a bunch of work done and like double film podcast episodes. Yeah, I know we might have to do another one in the next couple of days, but we also do have another cool podcast thing coming up for you that we can also say. Oh, yeah, so Thursday true. Right after this. Guys, this is a huge This is a big thing. week. This is a big week. So we, on Thursday, are going to Costa Rica with a few of our friends. We planned this trip at the beginning of the summer because we all wanted to take a trip to somewhere that we had never been before, and Catherine and I have traveled a lot in Southeast Asia just growing up there and also our internships in Singapore last semester. But we've never really been anywhere else other than Southeast Asia. We've been all around there, not much anywhere else. And so we decided with a few of our friends that we're going to get an Airbnb in Costa Rica for like more than a week. I think it's a whole 10 it's days. Like 10 it's days. quite a long trip. And we don't really have many plans, you know. It's very much a rest, relax, adventure, recharge, just like, you know, hang out. I was thinking today because um, there's been a couple like meetings and stuff that we've just said let's do it next week like we're not Push taking it work off, yeah. i feel like you guys have been along for the journey of us realizing that vacations are vacations rather you remember the whole like new york was super stressful because that was like more of a work trip and then we went to la this was a couple months ago like back to back and then we had so much planned, planned for la and we like, dropped it all planned as in like podcast episodes filming like blah 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 and it was just like jam-packed and overwhelming and stressful and we ended up just taking it down a notch and and had a really good time just hanging mm. out with friends and actually embracing yeah a trip so I feel like also with the new mindset that we've been talking about recently with like less is more and like all of that kind of stuff which is what has been going on in my head which is why we've been talking about it but um I'm kind of on the wave of like what if I just hang out and like vibe while I'm there and wait to post things from the trip until mm. I'm back hang out I don't know I'm sure we'll take I a lot of pictures and record a lot of things so I'm sure that I'll post when I'm there but in terms of like other work outside of that I'm trying not to do anything. And that definitely, like, is Difficult. kind of, like, a big thing for me. I definitely, like, struggle with balance in that sense a lot, too. But I know the past few trips we've taken, 
it's just been so clear to me like how much I have started to struggle with that and like disconnect from work and feel okay with doing nothing and not feel like things are piling up and all of that but also how important it is for me to do because like I've gone into so many trips recently feeling almost more stressed when I'm there than when I'm not and it's like that is not what a trip is about that is not what vacation is about and so that's also not I've been working on my mindset around that so much exactly my new mentality is like that's not what life is about like you can still like we're talking about with the simplify your life episode you can stay consistent and stay working hard and stay like accomplishing shit and still just like take back the pressure and remove all the negative emotions from it and still have the same outcome in a lot happier and calmer Mm. of a journey you know what I mean yeah so even when you're not on a trip like sitting there listening to this right now if you are stressed out about something don't be like I know that's it sounds stupid to say but like where is stressing about something getting you because it surely isn't getting you closer Mm. to getting it done or moving past it so that's kind of my mentality for not only like me existing right now but also this trip that we're yeah we're gonna take I think my biggest overall goal along with like just I mean okay here's like kind of my intentions with the trip is one I feel like I have been letting or I have had a lot of stress build up recently and I've been really focused on like trying to decrease that tension and decrease that stress and so I think that this is kind of like the ultimate time for me to just absolutely let everything go and really be present in the trip like enjoy every moment enjoy every part of it and just feel very peaceful like I just want like peaceful enjoyment vibes and then also to like have a good time with our friends because we're going with some friends who like we're not super close with all of them so I think it'll be really we know good everyone time to, on like, like get varying closer. levels yeah. which is interesting yeah and then the last thing I was gonna say is to like give myself a lot of space to feel really creative because I think like especially with content creation and stuff in general like when you start it it's a lot about the creativity and then the deeper you go like there's so many other aspects to it that kind of take over so it becomes like you're doing a lot more of the business side things and you're getting stressed with a lot of things and there's a lot less room for the creativity itself and so I think that I want to just like reconnect with the like feelings of being creative and like not putting myself in a box with that creativity I think also when you kind of get into a niche whether that's health and fitness or whether it's like something else you kind of feel a little bit niche down and that being creative or doing things in any other way feels almost like a waste of time and you feel like a little bit guilty for that and so I just want to let myself like feel creative and embrace the all those different aspects I know people talk about that a lot with like musicians if you maybe find a musician when they're super small or just starting out and you love their music and you think it's super unique and creative in a sense and then as they get bigger you know they lose that sparkle right maybe it's less original because they have the pressure to like be meeting all these different standards they have a lot of other people who are voicing their opinions on their work you know yeah exactly because there's a lot more pressure and restrictions almost or if you sticking to the musician example like once you start working with a label you need to meet their criteria or meet your fans criteria rather than just like being your authentic self and making good music in that sense people end up making music to like serve a different purpose or same thing with content creation or as you get deeper into a job or your hobbies or passions whatever it is you start serving those external needs or wants rather than what you feel like you should try out or even if you get like deeper into any job then I feel like doing things more just for personal enjoyment sometimes um can almost start to feel like a waste of time and feel like that and so definitely I just want this to be a pure personal enjoyment feeling like at peace connected with myself creative vibing with my friends just enjoying the moment type of trip which is, like, just what I want all trips and all things to be at this time in my life. Like, it's what moments. I want everything like, to I'm be. I'm so, yeah. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's summer and naturally there's, like, less pressure, more energy, more creativity in the summer that's bringing this out. But I'm just, like, calm, like, calm down. Like, simplify everything. Take all the pressure off. Genuinely just, like, 
live and exist, and I know I said it when I brought this up a couple episodes ago, but that does not mean, like, being lazy or discarding anything that you want to do. It almost is, like, focusing more on it or focusing in it in a positive way. Like, this is Girls With Goals. We all have goals. We all have things that we want to do. We all want to feel good, feel aligned and empowered, and, like, feel like we are living our best lives, and you can do that without feeling bogged down by stress or by those negative emotions that we talked about like you can still accomplish that and I will drill that into your head so many times throughout this episode and throughout the entirety of this show but you can live your life to the fullest extent without feeling all of those negative emotions so badly (laughs) true so that's all of this to say that that is our goal (laughs) of this upcoming week I think to I mean obviously in the next few days I'm gonna have a lot to get done to free up my plate for that next week. So I guess holding myself accountable to doing those things before knowing that it's going to allow me to feel a lot more free and at peace on that trip and then allowing me to just be that way and feel that. You guys know how important health and wellness is for us and a huge part of that is your mental health. Feeling at peace, being able to focus, de-stress, combat anxiety, These are all key pieces to your health and all things that we should have the tools to do. We were recently introduced to Breathwork through the app Open, and now we're excited to share a 30-day free trial with you as well. I've talked a lot about stress on the podcast and social media recently because I'm really trying to get into a de-stressing era and find more consistent peace in my life. And through doing daily Breathwork sessions on the Open app, I feel like I've unlocked this brand new tool to help me with day-to-day stress and anxiety. It sounds kind of weird, but I've been doing breath work in the shower every day with their five-minute on-demand sessions, and it's very calming. I really like it. And I've also done themed classes specific to productivity and focus and sleep. I actually wrote something down to share with you that I learned from the productivity meditation. The teacher said, think about what this task does for you, think about what it does for other people, and then try to infuse that gratitude into the task when you're doing it in the moment. I loved that, so I thought I would share it because maybe you guys will as well. And with yoga classes as well, Open is the only app that offers breathwork, meditation, and movement classes all in one. We're working with Open to get you 30 days free to try it out and see if you enjoy it as much as we are. There's a link in the show notes, and you can go to withopen.com goals to get that. Again, you can go to withopen.com goals and use code goals for 30 days free of unlimited live and on-demand Breathwork, meditation, yoga, Pilates, and more. Let us know what classes you try. We're excited to hear. If you love listening to Girls With Goals and other podcasts like ours, and you've ever thought about making your own, then let's talk about Anchor. First off, it's free, which is amazing because there are so many cool things you can do with Anchor to make your podcast a reality. You can record and edit right on Anchor using your phone or your computer, and then Anchor will distribute your episodes to Spotify, Apple, Anywhere you want your podcast, Anchor does it for you. Anchor works with Spotify, so you can add any song straight from Spotify into your podcast. You can even make money off of your podcast through Anchor. It's really just everything you would need or want in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How you like it. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time girls with goals listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel 
down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. So today's Monday that this episode is being released, and you guys are used to getting episodes from us on Monday. By Hello now, there. if you've been around or if you're new here, you've, Monday's the you've day. seen us on Monday. Monday's the day. What you're not used to yet is hearing from us on Thursdays. Thursdays. <laughs> Every other week on Thursdays. Bi-weekly. So we are starting a new mini-series on Girls With Goals. That is Girls With Goals Guided mini-series. What does this mean? These are so glad music you talk episodes. What is music talk? What in the world? It's new to you. It's new to us. So let us explain. Let us explain. Picture a radio show. Picture you can't decide if you're going for a walk right now and you don't really want to listen to music, but you don't really want to listen to a podcast, but you want to listen to something, but you can't commit. Sometimes music feels too abstract you're like what is the the point of this sometimes an entire podcast seems too much thinking so what about a structured music let's meet in the middle talk episode yes we are going to be picking some sort of theme some sort of mood some sort of thing or activity and then it's going to be us talking paired with music full songs your favorite music our favorite music like full songs and then kind of flipping back and forth between talking to you and that music so there's a lot of different really cool things we could do with this we're thinking guided journal sessions could be really cool guided runs hot girl walks but for a majority of them it's honestly just going to be whatever that theme is and you can do what you want with it and I think the cool thing about us switching off weeks doing it is that we can each take it a different way however we see fit and like kind of be creative on our own terms with that caroline showed me her first episode's um playlist and my only comment was like this is so obviously created by you it's just so definitively <laughs> what gave it away music. like what was it uh the taylor swift and that whole genre it was like alternating taylor swift ariana grande which like love them that is just so much more her right her so you'll get like a little taste of each of us separately and so and the things we talk about because it's gonna be like a few songs a little bit of talking, talking. a few songs a little bit of talking go back and forth it's genuinely guiding just, you through that topic or that mood in whatever way that we see fit it's the radio but us and on demand it's like a blend <laughs> of a typical girls with goals episode with music the first girls with goals guided mini episode is coming out this thursday so if you're listening to this on monday when it comes out three days from now if you're listening to this after the fact then go check it's out then go check it's probably she's out. out and i caroline am leading this first one and it is confidence themed because i just thought what better note to start a mini series on girls with goals than confidence and like look guys i'm definitely going to be doing like sad themed angry themed all of that kind of stuff but I think confidence is a great place to start and I actually recorded this yesterday so I can tell you a little bit about it wait can I listen to it you can if you want yeah I I sent you actually the audio file I do have it in my um so I'm talking about kind of what confidence means to me different types of confidence my experience with confidence different tips on confidence different like umbrellas of confidence and we're listening to music that is made to make you feel confident. So my idea for this one is that you guys can take this on a hot girl confident walk, but you can also do whatever else you want with it, and that is the beauty of it. We'll talk, we'll listen to music, we'll hang out. And so that's coming to you on Thursday, and then you're going to get them every week from from now on. Now that we've talked about that for a solid, like, 70,000 Well, I'm so minutes. excited about it. It's no, so know, new, it's so, it's so, it's so fresh, you've never seen so it before. I don't, no one yeah. really does it. No one's done it. So if you do like this episode, share it with your friends, tell people about it, like... We think it's something so new and so cool 
for you guys to have and for us to create and obviously we would love to get the word out about it as much as possible so that as many people as possible can enjoy it as well is it only on spotify it is only on spotify that is the thing it is made possible through the library of music that spotify has and because of that it's only available to spotify listeners which is a little bit upsetting but you can get spotify for free i think you can also listen with a free version so that's something to consider as well without further ado fuck commitment issues Hey! Fuck commitment issues, and I'm not even talking about, like, relationship commitment issues, because that will be a whole episode, but I'm talking about, like, in life. There are so many, like, micro little decisions or macro life decisions that it is so hard to commit, and in my head, that is just an extension of, like, commitment issues. They seep in everywhere, and my whole perspective on this, and I've been so aware of this for, like, so long... And it still remains an issue in my life. That's crazy. Um, But commitment issues in the sense of I have no problem committing to things that are 100% like from me for me. Like internal. Internal kind of. Or things that I'm putting energy out, getting that energy right back. So some examples of that are like the gym, journaling, like my own lifestyle, this podcast, right? Work that is like self-motivated work type thing those I feel like or I see them as completely myself like no one else is touching that that's not touching anyone else the things that I have trouble committing to are when other people and things and environments get involved because that scares me those things are like working for someone else fully embracing the environment I'm in like people place job, school, whatever it is, scares the shit out of me. I will avoid it to all costs, and I end up, like, half-assing everything, and we'll get into, like, some specific examples. But the things that are slightly out of my control or out of my complete control scare me to death, and I try to avoid them. Because I'm so good at, like, me, myself, and I. But it's when other people and other things get involved that I and, like, drowning. I don't know what to do. And part of that is, like, like commitment issues in the typical relationship sense. Whether that be, like, platonic, romantic relationships, whatever it is. And part of that is just, in general, I don't like not having control. And part of committing to something, anything, is you have to give up a little bit of control. You have to surrender a bit to it. Right. And I am not good at that. But... I know the value of surrendering and committing. Like, I know that there is so much good on the other side of that. It's just hard for me to make that jump. And hopefully talking through this with you will help me and help you guys if you are kind of in the same same mentality about this. Because I, I know I said before, like, half-assing it. I end up half-assing everything that I do that is maybe not in my complete control. So, like I said, like... The gym, work such as social media or the podcast, things that I'm in control of. Schoolwork, because school is a self-motivated thing. I would also say, though, that when it comes to work, like social media and the podcast, though, that you're good at committing yourself to, like, the creative aspect of that that you really enjoy. But then it also can be a bit difficult, like, committing to, like, things externally with that and, like, making changes surrounding that. Maybe, from my perspective. I think you're really, like, committed to, like, knowing what you enjoy and what you like to make creatively. But then when maybe, like, other people's opinions and things like that get involved. Are you saying I don't take your advice? Yes, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You don't don't really like to get out of necessarily your comfort zone. And not necessarily in a bad way because you're good at what you do. But, like, even just stepping out of your comfort zone with those things does make you kind of uncomfortable as well. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's, like, my comfort zone because I, I mean, we've talked, I enjoy, like, pushing myself in that sense. But as long as it's, like, in my control. You know what I mean? Like, anything out of my comfort zone is still, as long as I'm still in control and know that anything that goes wrong, it's my fault. Mm. Or I can pull back at any time. I think that's a huge thing. Like, even with driving, 
like, I like to be the driver because I like to be in control because I like to know that if anything goes wrong, like, that's on me. And if it wasn't on me, then I would just be like, I maybe could have avoided that. But if it is on me, then I know that I didn't avoid that and, like, that's my fault and I'm okay with taking the blame for that if I know it really was my fault. Does that make sense? The hard part for me is, like, letting someone else take control or letting someone else have a say or an input or anything having a hold over me. Like, that's where that's where I get a little a little scared. And this is the hyper-independence. Like, we talked about being independent's great, but it's not good if you take it too far, and I know that I take it too far. So, the other day, we were sitting, we were, like, in Boston, we were sitting by the park with Caroline, our roommate Anna, and I. And we were talking about this because Anna has been in Boston. Like, she... She stayed when we She's left. got a life there. She is she has an established life She's there and like established. personally, I don't have an established life there beyond myself. And yes, I steal her friends and I love her friends. I didn't make them though. Like I am friends with them because she is friends with them. And I of course like I have my own friends. I have friends that I've made myself, but I don't have a fully committed and established life in Boston because I left and I half asked it. And I know that I'm going to come back, and I know I'm going to leave again, and I know I'm going to come back and leave again, because that's the nature of, number one, who I am, and the, the like, curriculum I have. We both go to Northeastern, and if you know Northeastern, like, it's partially school, partially working, like, you go back and forth, people are in and out all the time. I am someone who likes to switch up my environment, and I do really like that. But part of that is I don't commit to the environment I'm in whenever I'm in it. So, like, first semester last year. I knew that I was there for that semester and then I was going to Singapore. Like, I knew that going into it. And so I tried to make the most of it, which I didn't. Like I said, I was making the most of it, but I definitely was not because everything that I did or, you know, committed to was kind of fake because I knew in the back of my mind that I didn't really need to commit because I was leaving. So it didn't really need to be real. And then in Singapore kind of did the same thing because obviously I knew I was just there for a short time like yes my dad lived there yes I made friends and had fun while I was there but I knew that at the end of the four months I was coming back and then I was going to be here in New Hampshire for four months of the summer and while I'm here I also don't commit fully to anything or like fully fully embrace anything beyond myself and my foundations because I know once again I'm leaving and going back to Boston. Right. So it's almost and like so you, it's like wherever you're on this rotating I am. Yeah, it's just thing. rotating. Wherever I am, I'm like I will be having fun in the moment. I will be doing my thing in the moment, but I will not like embed yourself. Embed myself because part of that is once again like you have to give a little piece of yourself or anything like that. I will not do that because I know that I'm going to leave. But then it gets to this point where you realize, like, you're just half-assing it. And when you half-ass everything, you don't really make a hole ever. Yeah. Definitely then you're left always feeling like you're you're kind of on your own when you're kind of on that rotation, you know? Right. Like, Boston, then I'm going to go to Singapore, then I'm going to come home to New Hampshire for the summer, then back to Boston, and then who knows, I might leave again, and then I'm going to come home for the summer, you know? Like, sure, you can always be be with yourself, you can have a good relationship with yourself, but if you're not fully committing yourself and giving yourself to a place, to the people in that place, like, you're always going to feel like you have kind of a glass half empty, and, like, you're you're not being totally fulfilled with your environment, with the people around you. Right. But I, I think that it becomes a really comfortable place to be because oh, when you so get comfortable. comfortable enough with yourself, you're like, okay, well, if I don't embed myself in a place or with people, then, like, they can never hurt me or then I'll never have to deal hey, with losing down. that. Jesus Christ. No, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, then, then you'll never have to, like, deal with losing that because you're like oh well I was never really in it to begin with you know what I mean no it, let's it just get straight to the point because, into this because genuinely since we, were, since we were little like we grew up I mean like grew up east coast of like in New Hampshire and in Hong Kong and so we would spend like the school year in Hong Kong and then we would come home for the summer and for Christmas and there was always you know living in an international city as expats like surrounded by other expats 
people were coming and going and you kind of get used to the coming and going and always picking up and leaving and like when we were here we we may have been like 12 but we were alone for the summer and like yeah from an early age you have to get used to like being solid by yourself and knowing that things come and go and also like just traveling and moving a little bit like all of that contributes to the comfort that I feel from not staying in one place at the same time and I do love it like I love to love it but then it gets to the point where I'm like I see and I'm just what is home what is what who are your people who is that you know that's hard beyond yourself and that's where it gets to a point like you can be so good with yourself you can be so independent so self-sufficient but honestly, the point of that is so that you are good enough to invite other people into your little environment or to put yourself in other environments without having them tear you down. Hyper-independence and the part where it gets bad is when you are so independent and so good with yourself that you don't let anyone in and you don't commit to any environment. And that's mm. the part where we want to get rid of. Yeah. Wherever your summer takes you, bring the energy and hydration to make today and every day totally yours with products made for this moment. Advocare wants to help you find your flavor of the summer with their summer sampler bundle of spark packs and rehydrate electrolyte packs. For just $12 in free shipping, you can try all of the flavors of these two products. Spark helps boost energy with 20 vitamins and minerals, and rehydrate supports long-lasting hydration with 9 vitamins and minerals and 4 electrolytes. Caroline recently made electrolyte popsicles with a fruit punch rehydrate pack, and obviously I stole one, and it was so refreshing. We're always on the go, in a rush, moving around, especially over the summer, so having these packs makes it so convenient to stay hydrated or just be an afternoon slump on the go. You can find the Advocare Summer Sampler Bundle linked in our show notes or at advocare.com slash tryadvocare to grab them yourself. That's A-D-V-O-C-A-R-E dot com slash tryadvocare enjoy i think that was all like really interesting for you to bring up because i think that i've always kind of not like blamed but i guess put my kind of independence or my commitment issues on the fact that when we moved back to new hampshire from hong kong when we were 14 that i didn't feel in the right place here and that I didn't feel very welcome here and I kind of put everything on that transition to coming back home but I honestly haven't thought that much about how even when we lived in Hong Kong we would fly to New Hampshire every Christmas and not really have anyone else here and not really feel like a part of that we would fly to New Hampshire every summer and be kind of on our own and then while even we when we there, our yeah, friends and then while we were living there and it was people would travel yeah. all the time and come and go so we did honestly and I've never really made this connection because I've always put the connection on our move back to New Hampshire, but even when we did live in Hong Kong, like, we were very used to, you know, traveling with our family all the time and kind of leaving for a bit and having other people travel and people moving all the time and new Mm -hmm. people coming. Every year, people would leave and people would come. That was just kind of the state of an international school. And so I think that that did kind of get us comfortable with that feeling that, like, you know, friendships kind of could be temporary and things could be temporary and we've maintained a lot of great friendships there but there are also a lot of people who just like were kind of in your life for a year and then they were gone or you were there and then you were gone you know even if you've lived in the same place your whole life like people come and go people serve their purpose in your life and that's okay that's totally normal and side note to say that like very very grateful for the way that we grew up and the opportunities and experiences that we've had just an observation like yeah no matter who you are no matter what you've grown up with or how fortunate you are like you are shaped by the experiences no matter what and like people have things going on but i, I do but, I, yeah. I think that's a contributing factor oh, for sure for because this. this is for me because like the commitment issues run so deep that when i think of commitment issues like i don't think of relationships yes i have commitment issues in relationships but like we're not even talking about that right now i'm talking about like i will fully be I go to school in Boston, like, have an apartment in Boston. Like, that's where I live. You and almost I put it in your head that like, you're not a part of this. You, I feel like an imposter sometimes. No, I literally I do. feel like an imposter <laughs> when I'm hanging out with people that go to the same college that I do because for some reason I I'm feel like, like I don't go here. they're more part there of and part no, of the genuinely. culture than I am. I feel like I'm a fake. I'm an imposter. That's crazy. Yeah. We haven't, like, <laughs> like, we talk about this, but we, like, don't, like, really talk about this. And, and a lot of it is, like, 
just observing part of this where I'm like, oh, I should probably commit. I think our roommate now, Anna, that was like a huge She grounds me. She like (laughs) is the foundation. Like without her, I would feel so detached to Boston. I would have nothing. (laughs) Anna, don't skip this part. Um, But seeing like, of course, like COVID, whatever had its had its tolls, which is another reason why I feel a little bit disconnected from Boston because I haven't been there long enough or strong enough to actually like set down roots. And even if I was there long enough and strong enough, like I probably wouldn't set down roots because commitment issues and and such. But Anna, so proud of her. She really embraced because while we were in Singapore, she was in Boston doing her thing. She really embraced like in, her environment yeah. there, and it is so. amazing so admirable to see (laughs) that she did that and like has a life there and see how like well she is doing in that sense and it is inspiring me to do the same and to like kind of commit to the environment all this to say the other day we were in boston with her and i was like we were just like looking at some ducks in the pond like eating breakfast and i was like why why don't i just commit. Like, why Why don't you just, like, commit to things and make the choice and embrace it? Because, honestly, like I said, if you half-ass two things, like, that doesn't make a whole. Sorry, babe, it doesn't make a whole. Mm. Like, yeah. go all in because if you don't go all in with something, you're not going to get the benefits of it and you're not going to experience it to the fullest extent. Mm. I, I love Boston so much. Like, I think it's such a great place and I feel like I have kind of made my own like independent little place there but I don't really feel that embedded like in the community in like the community in my school Mm -hmm. and then people even like outside of my school that I've met and stuff and that I want to be part of like other communities around and so I'm so excited we're going back to school we have a pretty late move-in date we go September 1st I know a lot of schools go back in August but I'm genuinely so excited to go back because I feel like I'm really in a place now where like our freshman year it was really hard to feel like you were making any sort of roots there because it was COVID last year like in Catherine said we both went into it knowing that we were only there for one semester in the spring we were leaving for Singapore so it was like the second I that I felt that like so I was hard. kind of getting roots down I did a little bit of a better job yeah no I was horrible with it we would be fully like out and no matter what it was like October I'm not leaving until January and I'm like in like out with friends like having a grand time and in my head I'd be like well this is kind of fake because like I don't live here mentally like I live in Singapore right now and then when I was in Singapore I was like mentally like I'm back in New Hampshire and then now I'm like mentally I'm back in Boston like shut up and just embrace where you are at that moment because the next spot is gonna come yeah the next spot will come no matter what so why are you wasting your time living mentally somewhere where you physically are yeah well I think that it is like a safety comfort thing in your head but then it really ends up hurting you more than helping you because you're stopping yourself from making genuine connections from like making a place feel like home like you're fully detaching yourself from that and you're detaching yourself from being able to actually experience something when you're in it instead of just kind of like adding it to your resume like I don't want to just say I don't want to just say oh yeah like I went to Northeastern I lived in Boston I want to feel like I genuinely had a life there and had a home there and had experiences there I don't want to just take a box and say yep I lived in Singapore I want to like really get to know Singapore and like get to know the people there and the culture there and all of that and I feel like when you put yourself in that oh I'm not going to commit to this place because like I'm going to leave at some point or I'm not going to commit to here because like it's not my home. Like, you're not allowing yourself to be present for that and make those experiences and have any of those feelings. And even if it feels like a safe, like, oh, then I'll leave and it'll be, like, easier to leave later or it keeps yourself in that safe spot. Like, it's actually not. It's actually not because you're depriving yourself of so many other things. Yeah. And so I'm so excited to go back to Boston and, like, because I genuinely feel like that's a place that could feel, like, so much like home to me and I think there are so many great people there who I want to know better who I want to become better friends with I'm so excited to have our first like real apartment that we're having for a year the two of us and Anna have an apartment that we're starting September 1st and side note if anyone listening has any sort of like small business that you have that could have like decorations or any way that you can think of to help like make our 
make our apartment, house a, home. a home, make our house a home. Like I would absolutely love to support in any way if anyone is like a creative and has cool things that we could put in the apartment. Would love to. So like DM me, reach out to me because that could be really cool too to have like little pieces of, you know, creative podcast listeners around there. Yeah. I'm excited to commit. <laughs> I, I And I'm excited, honestly, to hear Catherine say these things because I didn't really know that this is necessarily where this episode was going. She just said she wanted to like talk I about I said so many I've kind of, explained But it I didn't so know that you were you. coming to the conclusion that you wanted to kind of like change this part of you. Cuz I think for a I while you like in, you've in spoken Boston. on it. You've spoken about it a lot, but I don't think you've ever said that you kind yeah, of necessarily knows, wanted to change I'd just be it. Talking She'd be like who knows cuz she doesn't actually want to commit yet, but you're getting so much closer. Okay. Here's um, the ultimate challenge though because so at Northeastern there's a, a co-op program where essentially you can take a semester off at any time. You're not paying tuition or anything and you get an internship. And so that's why we were in Singapore last semester because we both did them abroad. Because naturally we were like, let's go far. Let's just let's go, go. As, genuinely as far as we can. But here's the thing. We could each do one based on our cycle again next spring. And I think my challenge to myself is like I really want to feel like I'm in such a good place during the fall that like... I want to stay there for the spring and I want to get my internship in Boston and like have a solid one year there to really ground my roots because I think I would be doing myself a disservice if I left again after one semester and it's not mm-hmm. a decision I have to make right now no, because it makes but me- it's something where like I have options about like I could leave again if I want to but I want to feel like really committed and in a place where like I want to stay there for a year. Honestly like god forbid I stay anywhere more than a couple months. Because I feel like this was... In a relationship for more than a couple months. Okay. Got home from Singapore and we spent... We had one month in New Hampshire and we spent over half of it in New York and LA. And now then I was home for like a month and I got irritable. Oh, she gets so irritable every week. And she, then get she gets so mad at me. She'll randomly be like, so this weekend, do you want to go here? And <laughs> and I'll be like, no, this is what she did last week. She was like, so next Tuesday, we're going to go like spend the night in, in Maine or something. And I was like, and Catherine, Tuesday night, we're leaving for Costa Rica on Thursday morning at like 3 a.m. Don't you think that's like a little no, unreasonable? I I and she goes, don't. you're being such a bitch. <laughs> I, like, I just, no, I just don't want to go spend a random night away when we're about to leave for Costa Rica. Okay, well, some of us, some <laughs> of us need to keep the chaos going, um, or else I get a little bored. No, I'm honestly in a person in my life. Stagnant. I want peace and positivity and experiences. I don't want chaos anymore. I've had so much chaos. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for postgrad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change 
And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Okay, so once again, I'm going to preface quite literally everything I say in this episode of this is advice that I will give and likely not take. So, if you hear me saying something and you're like, and Catherine, you fully don't do that ever. I don't do it ever. You're Sometimes so right. Sometimes you need to that. hear but a like, lot of things or something a lot of times before you stick with it. So sometimes you need to also tell yourself something a lot of times before right, you do it right, yourself. Right. Well, my thing is like coaches don't play. So <laughs> coaches don't play. I fully expect you guys to take all the advice that I give you, but will I be doing it? Yes. No. Maybe, eventually. Anyway, so, if you have two choices, and I'm talking macro level, I'm going to use the example of, like, living in two different places, Boston or LA, because that's, like, my head right now, thinking of next semester, my next, like, job internship, am I going to be close or far away? going to pull it a little bit closer to home, not Singapore, but, like, let's go to the opposite coast of the country. Hawaii. I think that's a good middle ground for me. Huh. Anyway, so I'm just, so I feel like that's, like, a kind of reasonable example. So, like, Boston, somewhere on the West Coast. Okay. Right? If you are struggling with that decision so hard that you, like, fully can't make a choice and anything that anyone says is not swaying you in either direction, like, you cannot make the decision, it's probably because both choices could be good for you. And they probably don't differ that much in how good they could be for you. And this could be smaller. This could be, like, making a decision on where to eat for dinner. I was just going to say that, where to go to dinner. Like, Italian or do you want sushi? Both could be such good Mm. choices. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, you can't choose. Why can't you choose? Because you would likely be equally happy with each, equally satisfied with each. So now the choice is, like, they're so on the same level that it's hard to differentiate It almost is, like, which one am I identifying with more? Like, which one am I going to make as part of my story? So it kind of becomes, if you have two choices and you can't decide and they're on the same level, it kind of, you just have to choose at random and understand that both will be good for you and you will benefit and from both of them. My issue, though, is when I do make that choice, I don't go all in with the choice I made because I'm scared of losing the benefits that I could have gotten from the other choice. So I end up half-assing both, and I don't actually get the benefits from either. And that's where shit hits the fan. Like, that's where not being able to go all in is an issue. That's why you should... Just make the choice, commit to that choice, understand that the other choice is probably going to be there. If you're making a choice on where to live, you can, you have so much time in your your life, like, you can move later on. You can experience both. Yeah, wait, also, when you're making a decision, it doesn't have to be for the rest of your life, but for the now, you need to embrace it. It's not completely permanent. If you're making a choice on where to eat, why, that is so difficult, because you can think of 10 options right now that you would be completely happy and satisfied of eating, and the issue is there's so many options you just don't even want to make a choice because you'd be happy with each. But the thing is, you can eat one tonight, another one tomorrow, another one the next night. Like, you're good. And you can enjoy, to the fullest extent, all of those options. So, when you make a choice, like, go all in, commit, plant some roots for the time being. Like, you can always change. Like, the deeper you go into something doesn't always mean the harder it is to like 
get out of it or change. And guess what? You don't also ever need to get out of it. Like, you can move on with your life and move to something different at some point, but you'll honestly probably be better off moving on and doing something different, having felt fulfilled in that first thing or place to begin with. So true. And I think the reasoning behind this is that I always want more for myself. And part of this is, like, it goes so deep that I, when I achieve something, I can't even be happy or proud of myself for it because I'm like, well, next, move on. Like, you're done. Like, let's go to the next one. Like, you have other, you have things to do. But you can be proud and appreciative and embrace where you're at now while still moving forward because time is going to pass no matter what, but you won't have this moment right now. Mm. Time happens no matter what. That's, like, the only independent thing in the whole world is that things move on. It doesn't wait for you. It's consistent no matter what. So you can enjoy this moment right now to the fullest extent, and in a month you can enjoy that moment to the fullest extent, and in a year you can enjoy that moment to the fullest extent. But what you can't do, and what I'm telling you you can't do right now, is spend this moment wasted because you're anticipating the next one. Because same thing, you're half-assing both and you won't get anything out of it. That is, like, so true and good and my phone I feel like this is something that I'm gonna start saying every episode but like the things that we say are also the things that we need to hear and are presently working on like it always is that's always where it comes from it comes from us presently working on these things and thinking about these things like I feel like I've been talking so much recently about like de-stressing de-guilting, de-all of these, like, tension-in-your-mind things, and that's because that is what I'm recognizing that I need to do so much work on and that I need to improve on. And this commitment stuff, this is what Catherine is recognizing, like, hey, this has been a consistent big problem for me, and, like, I feel it as well, but it's, like, she's bringing this up because that's what she's working on. So whenever you guys are listening to these episodes, know that, like, we are going through all these same things and we're only sharing them with you and talking to them with you because, like, we are here experiencing it as well. Welcome to The Double Take. We have a few questions for you guys today. Question number one, and these are all coming from Instagram DMs at Pod. if you want to submit one or... We have a group chat, and there's a whole little section with question submission for questions and submissions specifically. So, question number one. Hi, I'm a huge fan of your podcast and page, and I have a quick fitness question. I'm going away for two weeks and won't be able to access the gym. I'm so scared I'll lose all my gains, and I'm really stressed about it, and was wondering if you have any advice on how to be positive and excited for the trip instead of focusing on the gains I'll lose. Good to question. start. Good question. There's no need to be overly stressed about it. You're not going to lose all the progress that you made just in two weeks. And there are ways to kind of maintain if that's something that you're interested in. So option number one is you could take this as a vacation, take a break mentally, physically, whatever it is, and like know that you're going to get back to it if that's what you want to do. Number two is... You can work out on vacation. Like, there is no rule against it. I know some people are, like, so against it. Some people love it. Personal preference. If you Mm. want to work out, you definitely can. And there are absolutely ways that you can, like, keep your fitness and keep your muscles up while you are on vacation and even while you can't access the gym. Yeah, it doesn't have to be zero or a hundred. I definitely like some movement and some workouts on vacation, but obviously it's not going to be the exact same routine that I would keep at home. So in terms of, like, keeping up your muscle maintenance I would say do some body weight exercises try to get enough protein every day on the trip and like you're totally fine you're gonna maintain that muscle you're Mm -hmm. not gonna lose any of your progress and that'll help you feel good you know getting some movement having some sort of routine but at the end of the day the last thing that you want on a vacation on a trip is stress so try to release as much stress and guilt around it and just feel good about what you are doing for your body whether that's some movement whether that's rest I feel like vacations are a time where you're in a different environment or aren't able to access your typical gym or, you know, situation that you typically use for working out. It's a great time to experiment with other things. Yeah. Like body weight exercises, running on vacation. If you are a runner Mm. or are interested in that, is a great way to 
explore any new place and yeah, get like some some sort of Pilates yoga. Definitely. There's a lot of options. Yeah, and of I don't know what vacation you're on. I feel like though on vacation you do a lot more or a lot of different things than you typically do. So if you're visiting a city, you are going to do a lot more walking than you typically do because you are out and exploring and walking around. If you are yeah. on a beach vacation, maybe you're swimming more, maybe you're relaxing more and that's what you need and you can still work out in in ways that you're able to in ways that you want to. And third and last point is taking a little bit of a deload week or taking it a little bit lighter. Like, people build that into their routines anyways. People do that intentionally even when they aren't on vacation or doing anything else because having that time for an extended period of a little bit of rest or a little bit of lower intensity, that's going to help your body to regenerate, reset, and, like, build your baseline up so that when you do get back home, you can go hard and keep pushing. It gives your body a little bit of time to catch up. So Mm -hmm. if you do want to take that as a little bit of a lighter intensity time, go for it. Question number two, which is a little bit of a scenario. So I'm going to read this out to you. So I was in a band in high school with my two best friends, and after a year or so of performing together, we got in a little fight, and I left because I didn't I couldn't do the drama. They formed their own duo, and we made up after a while, and it's all good now. But they were just featured in a podcast, and every time the interviewer would ask how the band formed, they would flat out lie and basically erased me from the history of it all. Now I'm honestly really hurt because it was some of the best times in my life, and we were still close today. Should I confront them about how I feel? Second little question is, they did musical theater together, and they're in a show together right now that she's going to see non-refundable tickets um so to answer your first question (laughs) (laughs) non-refundable i would definitely talk to them about it if you guys are still close and like still involved in each other's lives it's definitely a conversation that you can have i wouldn't maybe pose it as like confrontation but more of like hey that was like interesting like what what was was that about thought process with that like just like wondering because that was a little seemed a little bit weird to me you can pose it as just, like, a, out of curiosity, kind of. You can obviously share, like, your honest feelings about it. But I think if you are close, then having a conversation about it shouldn't be an issue at all and should be something that you guys can discuss. As for the non-refundable tickets, like, power move to go. I think it's a power move to, like, go and enjoy it and, like, be kind about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would say good on you for originally leaving when you knew that the drama wasn't good for you, and so I would say, like, you don't want to create that drama again, because obviously you knew it wasn't good for you in the first place, so I would go about it in, you know, the most peaceful way possible, and just be like, hey, like, did you guys, like, decide you were going to say that beforehand? Like, what was your thought process on that? Because honestly, like, it made me kind of confused and hurt, and like, I really think that we're like at a good place and I value our friendship now and I just kind of don't want to cut out that part of our lives or you know kind of go about it and like try to create a less tense situation to kind of talk about it in okay and final question is hey I know you've gone over how to journal before in a podcast episode but I was wondering if you could go in some detail on how to use journaling as an athlete to increase results and have a healthy mindset first way like the immediate way that I thought that journaling could help or even just like mindset meditation type stuff is visualization if you have a big game or you know something that you want to perform well in or just overall perform well and like strengthen yourself in visualize yourself two ways to do it one like run through the best possible scenario of the game or I don't know what what sport you play but run through it and like go through the emotions go through all the steps picture yourself playing the best you possibly could and that one that like tricks your brain into thinking like it's comfortable in that situation it's already done that situation like it tells you that you are capable of achieving that so when you do get into that situation it's not completely new you've in your brain been there before and like your brain doesn't really know the difference between real life and like imaginary life so you're going to be so much more comfortable and the pressure is going to be off a little bit so that you do actually perform to the best of your ability Another way to visualize is, like, picture yourself coming out of the game or, like, off the field or whatever sport you play. Picture the emotions, the pride or, like, happiness that you feel because you've hypothetically just performed the best play of your life. Like, put yourself 
fast forward into the future, visualize yourself after already having completed it, go through the emotions, everything. Picture, like, shaking your teammates' hands, like, going up to your parents or your friends and, like, having everyone be proud of you. Put yourself again in that situation, run through everything so that your brain is already equipped to handle that and, like, mm. equipped to take you to that place because it, it's it been there before. Yeah. Also, I would use it as, like, an unwinding release of emotions type thing just because as an athlete like you're in stressful situations a lot physically and mentally so using it as like a ritual to de-stress and ease your mind Mm -hmm. is great all right well thank you guys for listening this week and again make sure that you're following the podcast so that you don't miss the mini episode coming out on thursday we're so excited to share that with you guys give the show a rating or a review wherever you listen and follow us on instagram and tiktok at girls with goals pod at caroline Kaneen, at and Catherine Kaneen on all platforms instagram and tiktok that's all also linked below in the show notes so you can just click over and check out whatever you want to check out so we will see you on thursday and we will see you again next monday bye hey y'all darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.